Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is a sneak peek at next week with just Drew. I don't know what happened to Kyle. He is gone with the wind. Uh, perhaps he fell down a well. I don't know. Um, not answering my texts. I'm guessing he fell asleep. Um, so that would be my guess. But if it's anything horrible, uh, I'll let you guys know. Um, after I punch him in the face. Um, anyway, we've got some uh, some some great feedback from you guys this week. Uh, it's really uh, kind of a diverse bunch of things that we want to get into. So uh, Jason from Hawaii wanted to check us on an omission from uh, our our hot picks, and he, and he's he was mentioning Batman Thirty Two from Wednesday and how hot that might be. As uh, you may have heard, uh, the answer to his proposal is in there from the previous storyline. So I won't spoil that for what her answer might have been if you haven't read it yet. But um, yeah, that's one. I th- I think we talked about it kind of vaguely, but it wasn't either one of our picks. Definitely was not. And um, uh, so yeah, that was that was, that was definitely a miss um, because it's going to have some short term heat. And uh, yeah, pick it and flip it as good as you can. Um, Wolf Orner, um, also wanted to chastise us a bit for no mention of Black Bolt number six, WTF. Come on guys, step your game up. Well, I just, yeah, that I'd see something I read. I haven't read it yet. Um, is there something super hot in there? You can spell that out for me. Cause I, I don't, I don't know what that is. Uh, I, mi- I missed that one. Um, Kenny Vengeance says, I picked up a 3D variant of Fujitsu number one uh, from Aftershock. It is sweet. Yeah, that that was kind of a, a cool solicit. I remember that one then. Uh, one that uh, was something I, I was also interested in. I did get the 3D variant, but yeah, that does sound very cool. Uh, Michael Lamb says uh, uh, he shared with us the cover for a new X-Men miniseries uh, that's going to be from Hip Hop. Family Tree author uh, Ed Pisker, who you know I am a huge fan of. And the cover looked great. I'm super stoked. Then he drops this bomb on me. Uh, it's a $6 book. Um, let's hope that's temporary. It still sucks, but let's hope that's temporary in just the first issue and not every issue is going to be a $6 book because that's crazy. But I think I'm going to get it anyway because I really like Ed Pisker. I like his art style a lot. And uh, whatever he does with X-Men will be pretty unique. So that that's kind of cool. Uh, he goes on to say, thank you, Drew, for recommending Dead Inside. I just got to trade. And it was a very riveting story. Hope they revisit these characters in the future. Me too. Me too, Michael. Uh, that was That was a fun uh, self-contained story there. And she was really cool. Uh, could see that as a procedural on TV even. So, um, great character and fun story. And, uh, you know, the, the prison, the drama type thing would be kind of cool and would be a good setting, you know, Oz or orange is new black type of thing. So that'd be kind of cool. Uh, he says, uh, to clarify, DC's Batman the Shadow just finished up. 
Now Dynamite gets to pin gets to publish the Shadow Batman. So that's dumb. Um, but I appreciate the information. Um, a little confusing for us last week on why how could there be another Shadow Batman number one? Well, it's because um yeah, they, they just flipped them and then the other publisher gets to publish it, I guess. Interesting, but but it's confusing for us as a reader, obviously. At least for at least for this Jamoke. Um JT Kent uh sent us uh, some feedback, and he says, uh, Hi, Kyle and Drew. Well, just grew. He didn't know. Still loving your podcast every week. Can you please have a discussion about judging the potential value of second printings and beyond? Hey, let's save this for when Kyle shows up. Uh, sounds like fun, a fun uh, question, and we'll save that uh, so that there's actually two of us uh, that can that can talk about this a little bit. So um, we thank you for that, and... Uh, What's your name again? JT Kent. JT Kent. First time uh, writer, I think. I don't remember getting anything from you f- before. So that's really cool. We appreciate that very much. Um, we do have uh, a top 10 from Comicron. Love to kind of touch base on some of these numbers for you. Um, first, overall, uh, we've got uh, September of this year. Uh, versus the previous month of August, and uh, it's kind of flat uh, as far as comics are are concerned. About the same. Graphic novels down quite a bit, about fifteen percent. Um, this September over last September, uh, comics down about three three to five percent, with uh, uh, trades down thirteen uh, percent again over last year. Year to date, we are still down as an industry. Uh, nearly 10% in comics and dollars and 6% in units. And trades are down about 12% uh, year to date. So it's not insurmountable, uh, but I, you know, I don't know what's left besides to kind of, to kind of close that gap. It's going to, it's going to be tough. Um, we have uh, market shares. Marvel took uh, 38% of the dollars and the units which is interesting. There's not, there's not a big gap between the two. Uh, DC got 30% of the dollars with um, nearly 37% of the units, so very close. Uh, just a percentage point or so dividing the two in number of comics sold. Um, Image took uh, 10% of dollars and 9% of units, then followed by IDW, Dark Horse, Boom, Dynamite, Viz, Titan, Oni, and everybody else. Uh, got rid of the, took the last 5%. Our top selling comic for the month is Marvel Legacy number one. It's a $6 comic, crushed it. Uh, it's, it's on the top at Marvel. So um, I'm thinking this this exceeded 200,000. That'd be my guess. So we'll see. Um, last week or last month, Dark Knight's Metal number one was like over 250,000. So. Um, I'm thinking Legacy would have that that big number as well, and it was deeply dis- discounted as we as we heard from um, Cowabunga. Um, also, we have uh, staying a little bit of staying power for Dark Knight's Metal. Uh, the second issue is also is coming in at rank two, right behind Marvel Legacy. We don't know how far behind. Um, we have Venomverse number one, 
coming in at uh, third place, followed by um, Batman 30 and 31 in fourth and fifth. Uh, we have Harley Quinn 25th anniversary special at number number one at rank six, and then uh, Walking Dead number 171 comes in in seventh place. Uh, I'm curious about that. We have Batman the Red Death number one at rank eight, Batman the Murder Machine at rank nine, and we finish off with Action Comics 987, the Lenticular edition. Uh, it's in the top ten, so. I the last time action was in the top ten, I don't know when. So that's that's really interesting. Walking Dead 171. Um, I'm curious of how big of a spike that is. Or if it just continued to do its seventy-eight thousand copies, seventy-five, eighty thousand copies, and that's where it ranks. And everything else kind of fell around it. I don't know. Or it had a huge spike and is actually above a hundred thousand or something. I'm not sure. Um we know Batman is right around a hundred thousand. So, at four and five, is thirty and thirty-one above or below a hundred thousand? Um, I'm going to say thirty is above and thirty-one is below. I'm going to go one hundred one uh, for thirty and ninety-nine for thirty-one. See how I did, um, and that that does put Walking Dead below um, in the in its standard place of eighties. Um, we have in the graphic novel list, our top 10 is topped by A Walking Dead as well. Volume 28 came out and topped the list as per usual. Followed by the Dark Knight 3 Master Race hardcover, Star Wars Darth Maul, East of West Volume 7, DC Superhero Girls Volume 4, Sex Criminals Volume 4, All-Star Batman Volume 1, and Royal City uh, Volume 1. And then uh, rounding out Harley Quinn Volume Three, and Wolverine Old Man Logan uh, is the is the tenth. I just see Royal City get a spot there. Um, I'm not sure how well that sold, but uh, it's nice to see some some it, it to make a presence on the chart. That's really cool. Uh, Marvel did its damage uh, with 88 comics shipped, which is kind of the lowest it's shipped in a while, I think. Um, it's usually in the 90s or, or over 100, so that's good. DC shipped 77 comics. Image shipped almost 60 with 58. Um, so those were uh, the big numbers shipping into comic shops and making quite quite a dent. So those are the numbers. We, we got, well, the rankings anyway. We'll see those numbers next week and see how they line up. And see what's uh, a little further down the list as well, and see if that gives us any information on uh, what exactly is is selling. So, uh, pretty cool stuff. Well, let's see uh, from uh, the week coming up. We have Wednesday, October eleventh, and we've got some some new releases. And so, for our sneak peek, we want to. Um, starting Dark Horse, see if there's anything there that jumps out at us. Um, as I look down through there, I'm not seeing anything. I usually don't. Uh, not a lot of not a lot of stuff bouncing off of Dark Horse for me. Uh, I do still read Harrow County. I am a couple of issues behind. So this is issue 26, and uh, I'm probably two or three issues behind. Um, I'll I'll binge that right before Halloween because it's nice and spooky, and and a, and a fun read. 
So as we shoot down to uh, DC, we've got um, some. We've got Action Comics nine eighty nine, which is trucking right along to one thousand issue one thousand. We're only eleven issues away, four five five months maybe. Um, that's going to be pretty exciting when we get to get there. Um, there is a lenticular edition of this uh, nine eighty nine, and uh, you know the last one was popular, so maybe this one will be as well. Uh, let's see what else we've got here. Second issue of Dark Knight's Metal goes into a second printing. And uh, then we have the the third issue of Dark Knight's Metal coming out. So I'm uh, excited about that. It's weird. It's crazy. Uh, a lot of fun stuff. Um, I'm not going to say it's great, but it's good. It's good. Um, I really enjoyed the last issue of uh, Detective Comics. Uh, so it was 965. A Lonely Place of Dying, a, lo- a Lonely Place of Living, Part 1, started, and was tons of fun, and uh, it was the best James Tinian I've read in a long time, so I was really excited about it, so I'm looking forward to this issue, uh, which is Part 2 of that, uh, a little more Tim Drake, um, and um, him and Mr. Oz, and yeah, the last the, the kickoff to this story arc has, was really fun. And I'm looking forward to more of it. Uh, let's see. We've got the first issue of Gotham City Garage, which is collecting um, uh, the digital first issues. Uh, this is inspired by a, a, a statue, a DC collectible statue line. Uh, so that's interesting. I've read um, some of the digitals already, and it's it's okay. Nothing great. As you would imagine, something inspired by statues would be. Uh, we got third issue of Mister Miracle, um, which I've really been enjoying. I enjoy those first two, so uh, look for that. The first issue of Ragman. Um, this is written by Ray Fox, with art by Inaki Miranda, and a cover by Gillam March. After a failed mission to raid a tomb in the Israeli desert, war veteran Rory Harper is plagued by the death of his partners. As Rory battles his guilt back in Gotham City, he discovers that what was in that tomb has followed him home. It's about to change his life. But as Rory begins his journey, an evil is invading Gotham City, and it wants what he's discovered. A hero is born... In this visionary reimagining of the Ragman mythos by writer Ray Fox and artist Inaki Miranda. So that's kind of interesting. Um, I don't know a lot about Ragman. Uh, he was on uh, one of the one of the shows that's on CW. I can't remember which one it was. Is it, was it Arrow? I think it was Arrow. Um, and it was kind of fun. But... I don't know much about him besides that. I think I may have read, read a uh, Ragman comic a long time ago. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it doesn't really pop um, for me. Uh, yes, I'm still reading Scooby Apocalypse. Um, it's good, not great. It's not the train wreck it was at one point, I don't think, or I'm just getting used to it. I'm not sure exactly. We've got... Uh, Let's see. Oh, uh, a, a new a new Wildstorm issue comes out, and this is 
uh, Michael Cray number one. So, um, if you've been enjoying Wildstorm, which I've been loving that, it's been great. Uh, this is a new number one, kind of rotating, rotating out, which was the plan all along. Uh, if you read that first issue and kind of um, what the vision was for Warren Ellis's line, Wildstorm line. And uh, this one's going to be written by Brian Hill, though, um, who we like from uh, Postal. And I uh, can't think of anything else off the top of my head, but uh, that was that's the one that kind of sticks out of, of something recent that he's doing that I really like. Um, and Michael Cray is the assassin, if you recall, from, from Wildstorm, who's kind of getting spun off into his own series. And so there should be some good crossover stuff and then some more, a little more deep deep dive into this character. I'm um, definitely going to check this out. I don't know if it'll, I'll be enjoying it as much as I like um, Wildstorm, but I, I'm definitely going to give it a shot and, and see if it's something that uh, that works for me. Let's see. Hmm. That's about it in DC. Uh, let's take a look at IDW. As usual, it's a challenge. Oh, there's Time and Vine. The fourth issue of Time and Vine by Tom Zoller, with art by Tom Zoller. And uh, this has been fantastic. It does come out every other month. Um, so, semi-monthly? It's not bi-monthly. Is that bi-monthly? Bi-weekly would be every other week, so bi let's go with that. Yeah, bi-monthly is every other month. And it's a $5 book, so it's $4.99. Um, but it's nice and thick, and um, it, it's worth it. It's worth that extra buck or so, um, I think. And Tom Zoller does some great stuff, and uh, this has been fun. So, uh, yeah, the, the, definitely something to check out there. Uh, I'm also excited about another IDW book so that's two this week which is a, a surprise and this is uh wormwood goes to washington number one written by ben Tem temple smith with art by ben temple smith and so i'm super excited about that um i, I don't know the original wormwood property um that i'm assuming is also temple smith but i'm willing to check this out and i'm hoping it's accessible enough that i can figure it out uh, Warm, Wormwood has been gone for some time, too long if you ask his old friends. They're determined to track him down no matter what dimensions he's buggered off to. You see, a special agent from the U.S. government has asked for Wormwood's help, and things are about to get political. So, it's a three ninety nine book, and uh, Temple Smith's got a really cool art style, so that's something that's definitely worth checking out. Um, <clears throat> so, they double the normal amount of, of IDW books today. So that's, that's pretty sweet. As we slide down into image, um, we have a Tomahawk zero and this is another Donny Cates book with art by Ian bet Betterman. Um, don't have a lot of luck with zero issues. Uh, I've not done that well with them. Um, this is, uh, behold puny earth, earth things. A deluxe, oversized collection of the story originally serialized in Heavy Metal Magazine. 
This is the complete adventure of the Cyberserker and his mighty Atomahawk. Join them on their quest to free their imprisoned god and find out why Grant Morrison calls it a screaming black hole feedback squall of death metal Kirby cosmic energy spinning straight towards your prefrontal cortex. So uh, that's quite the claim right there. But um, yeah, if you've already read it in heavy metal, might want to pass or you might have loved it and want it. If you've missed it and you're really liking Johnny, Donny Cates, it might be something to check out. Uh, I'm probably leaning towards flipping through it. I'm not sure that I that I need this one, but I wanted to definitely check it out. I'm excited about the Walking Dead tribute covers that continue to pour out. We've got one from Birthright 27, uh, which is um, really pretty. And uh, I'm also excited about the Black Science 32. It's the wraparound cover from issue 100, I believe. Um, so... Uh, that's a fun one. And, no, not 100. Probably 115 was the tri tribute. Was, was the wraparound, maybe? Eh, I need Kyle here for this one. Um, and they're also doing a black and white version of that Black Science wrap. So, that'll be fun. So, pick those up if you can. If you're as uh, psyched about them as I am, anyway. I think they're really cool. We have the fifth issue of Eternal Empire. This thing continues to get better, and this uh, issue ends the story arc. So um, they've been wandering around. They got where they needed to go. They got captured. Let's find out what happens uh, to propel us into the next story arc. I think that'll be fun. Uh, we've got a new Justin Jordan offering. This is the this is the family trade number one, written by Justin Jordan and Nikki Ryan, with an art and cover by Morgan Beam. Uh, this is the family part one, introducing an all-new, ongoing series from the creator of Luther Strode, Spread, and Dead Body Road. Steampunk, alchemy, and adventure meet the ocean on an island city in a world where history didn't quite turn out like ours. A hidden family of spies, thieves, and assassins make sure that the world keeps going, or they did, until just a win, their youngest member manages to start a civil war. Sounds pretty good. Justin Dor Jordan does some fun stuff. Um, I, uh, I I dropped off a of spread, but I'm I'm going to check this out and um, give it a, give it another chance for sure. Um, we've got God Complex number one as well. This is written by Paul Jenkins and Brian Lie or Lee. It's L I E. Art by Hendry Preseda and a cover by Izwardi. Therianto. Um, Paul Jenkins has some messed up uh, stories sometimes. They're pretty wild and out there. And this one promises to kind of be the same. In the futuristic city of Delphi, a young digital forensics investigator named Seneca finds himself embroiled in the bizarre murders of three church alkalites, guided by his cryptic mentor. Uh, the ruler named Hermes. Seneca uncovers a stunning conspiracy and a mystery that will turn his entire world upside down. From writer Paul Jenkins, an artist who I butchered his name, Hendry Prasetia, um, comes a unique vision of digital future powered by mythological gods. Also sounds interesting, and uh, I do love to sample first issues, so uh, I'll check I'll check this out, especially from Image. I'm, 
kind of crazy uh, like that. I like it a lot. Um, the third issue of Redlands, the Jordi Belair penned comic is out. Excited about that. And then we've got um, <clears throat> two pretty cool uh, Royal City covers. I'm triple dipping on this this week's no quad quadruple. I'm getting the standard cover Royal City Six because um, Kyle says go cover A. <laughs> I'm getting <coughs> the '90s um, album cover homage. Not as cool as the Weezer. It's a Sonic Youth. Um, homage in, um, and then there's a, uh, walking dead tribute cover and a black and white version of the walking dead cover. So I'm getting all of those. That's really ridiculous. I know, but I don't care. I I love them. So, um, wicked and divine 32 has a walking dead cover. Uh, that's, that's the tribute to 150. Um, and uh, issue 150, and it looks pretty sweet. And then we have a uh, Young Blood number six, which I'm getting, um, which is a tribute to Walking Dead number one, um, the most kind of tributed cover I think of all time. And uh, uh, there's a black and white version of that. So I am uh, getting a couple of Young Bloods, which kind of my first first Young Bloods I think for a long time. Um, that's that's it for Image, but quite a bit of stuff coming my way from Image, and a lot of I'm excited about a lot of those of those tribute covers. Uh, so as we move on to Marvel, hold on. You can listen to me drink water. How exciting for you! We got the 25th issue of All New Wolverine. Of course, uh, Tom Taylor's writing this wonderfully, uh, with art by Juan Cabal and a Terry Dotson cover. Uh, this is Orphans of X Part One, so a new storyline. Dak and the enigmatic son, enig, enigmatic son of Logan, has been kidnapped, and it's up to the all-new Wolverine to find him. But when the trail leads Laura, a genetic clone of the original Wolverine, back to the facility where she was created and tortured, she will find new horrors waiting for her. Who are the Orphans of X, and what do they have in store for the children of Logan? Plus, includes three bonus Marvel Primer pages, which you gotta love. Uh, the story by Robbie Thompson. So Robbie Thompson must be the Primer page guy, because like every th- every Primer page I've read so far um, has been Robbie Robbie Thompson doing it. So uh, there's like here you just handle these for everybody. Thank you. Uh, let's see what else is coming out from Marvel. Uh, Daredevil 27, which I can't come back and can't seem to get away from. Occasionally check those out again. Uh, Defender 6, which is the start of a new storyline. Kingpins of New York, number one. Uh, we've got a renumbered uh, Deadpool, Despicable Deadpool, legacy numbered at 287. Not sure how they got the math, but that's where they're at. Um, Falcon number one. Uh, is the, that's legacy number? I guess they forgot about a few of the the mini series of old. Didn't count those. Um, we have third and second printings of 
the Generations Hulks, Generation Captain Marvel, Generation Ms. Marvels um, still continue to be uh, on people. People really enjoyed those and they were underordered. Um, what else we've got down here as we slip down through? Uh, we got another Inhumans Once and Future Kings, the third of five, um, which has been fun so far. Fun couple of issues. And uh, I have yet to watch the ABC series that launched. I have it on my DVR, but I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. And uh, uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, a second issue of Runaways. That first issue was kind of weird. I wasn't really 100% on what was going on there, but it was it was okay. Um, we've got, let's see, uh, the 25th issue of Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Um, with a big showdown between Squirrel Girl and Ultron. So that should be fun. Um, and um, I didn't think it was, I thought it just, oh, it was the 25th anniversary uh, of Squirrel Girl that I was excited, that it was a nice story. So this is now the 25th issue. Okay, that makes sense. I get it now. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Another Vision Director's Cut, the fifth issue of six. Uh, so it's almost done. This is collecting two issues per. So you really get that uh, vision story in its glory. And let's see what else we have here. Uh, that's about it for Marvel. So let's slide into the back half. And we've got the fourth and final issue of After Eden, uh, which was started kind of strong, but I, I, I think it's kind of lost its way. It's not, not as good. Um, but I'm probably going to check out that last one just to see what happened, where it goes. Um, we've got Alters number seven, which feels like it's been long overdue. It's a Paul Jenkins book, um, but I guess not. I guess it hasn't been that long since one's come out. Maybe I've missed one because uh, this one doesn't look to be delayed. Um, we have the second trade of Animosity, if you're still reading that. It's exciting. And we have an Archie Halloween Spectacular. Uh, that That's the number one. And it's uh, uh, I, I've been enjoying the series still. I continue to, even though they're not being very nice to Betty right now. Uh, but it's been, it's been really good. What else we got here? Uh, the first issue of Dan Dare. Uh, this is a Titan Comics release written by Min Peter Milligan with art by Alberto Fouche and the cover by Christian Ward. The classic British hero returns for a brand new adventure written by Peter Milligan with art by Alberto Fouche featuring cover by superstar artist Christian Ward, ODYC, and Black Bolt. Who does ODYC and Black Bolt? For the first time in human history, the soul system is at peace. Poverty and famine have been eradicated and humanity stands on the cusp of utopia. The Mekon, mankind's deadliest enemy, have been vanquished and languishes in a maximum security prison deep inside the moon, and Dan Dare, pilot of the future, is bored out of his mind and praying for something to break the monotony of peace. Uh, might be neat. I'm going to check that out. We got the first uh, Danger Doll Squad, which combines... Um, oh, this has already been out, I think, and now they're just kind of re-releasing covers, maybe? I don't know, because I already read this one. It was good. It was good. Pretty good. 
Not great, but pretty good. We got Fighting American number one. Um, also from Titan Comics, written by Gordon Rennie, and art by Duke Mighton, with a cover by Terry Dodson. Uh, this is uh, a continuation of a Kirby classic series, which usually is hit or miss for me. Uh, not always something that, that really works. Uh, eighth issue of Grass Kings, if you've been reading that. I did uh, fall off of that, so I don't know what's going on there. Sixth issue of Greatest Adventure. Um, that's uh, kind of an interesting uh, story that I've also dropped off of that I wouldn't mind checking out and seeing how it is going if people are enjoying that. We get the first issue of Hatchet uh, from American Mythology, written by James Kihork, with art by Andrew Magnum, and a cover by Rich Bonk. And uh, this is uh, it's a 1983 uh, horror. Uh, franchise-inspired um, book. And uh, there was Hatchet Zero not too long ago. So uh, it's based on uh, on that on that horror series. So check, check that out. If you're into that stuff, it's the right month for it, right? The fourth issue of Jimmy's Bastards, written by the great Garth Ennis with art by Russell Braun and Andy Clark. Chaos descends on London as the mysterious gender fluid is suddenly revealed to the world, putting everyone except Jimmy and Nancy, oddly enough, through some rather extreme changes. Uh, this has been fun, and what's not to love about uh, Garth Ennis, so he's, he's the man. And don't forget, he'll be at uh, Cowabunga at the end of the month, the 28th, I believe. So if you're in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin area, pop in, say hi. Get a book signed or two. Get a special um, Cowabunga branded uh, cover, variant cover. Um, limited to a uh, very limited number. I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was a small number. So I'll be getting one and be excited about it. We've got uh, third issue of Met Cadet U. Continues to be a critical darling. People are in, lo in love with that book. I think it's okay. Uh, Slam Next Jam. That new issue uh, written by Pamela Ribbon with art by Marina Julio, Julia, Julia, and a cover by Veronica Fish. And uh, this is great. Great book. Uh, this is the second volume. They renumbered. Um, it's a lot of fun. I recommend it. I recommend that first volume first, though. Read that. It's really good, too. Um, let's see what else we have here. Volcano, Volcano Asaurus, uh, is from American mythology. Uh, Volcano Asaurus number one, more terrifying than a, than a hurricane of flying sharks. Well, I think you know what they're going for with that. Written by S.A. Check, art by Scotty Watson and a cover by Rich Bonk. Um, if you like that sort of thing, check it out. Um, wrapped up is, I think, a, it's a Lion Forge. Looks kind of like an all-ages 
And uh, yeah, uh, written by Dave Scheidt with art by by Scoot Mac McCann, McMahon and Sean Dove, and covered by Art Balthazar. Um, and yeah, it's a little little young, little young skewing there. Uh, that is all I'm seeing, and. Uh, as I glance through some of these things, nothing in the back half is jumping out as a slam dunk to me. Um, and so I'm going to pass on everything in the back half. Uh, I'm probably not going to get anything. I'm, not, I'm probably not going to focus on anything Marvel. There are kind of too many of the Walking Dead tribute albums. Well, tri- albums. Tribute uh, variants. Uh, to choose between. Uh, so I'm going to have to go with either Family Trade or God Complex. And so I don't have to choose. I'm going to go with both of them. Um, so Family Trade is uh, the Justin Jordan and God Com- Complex is the uh, is the Paul Jenkins. Um, if you can only buy one or lean towards... Go ahead and lean towards uh, Family Trade, I think. A little bit over that one. And then... Uh, Wormwood is tempting. Um, from, But it's an IDW book. And uh, that last uh, Temple Smith book didn't quite, didn't quite take off like I would, would have hoped. Uh, I don't think Ragman's going to be super hot. Um, I don't think Gotham City Garage is going to do much. Um, there might be something going on in one of these metal books or tie-ins, uh, but we won't really know right away. Um, uh, it's possible the lenticulars are not going to heat up so that action could be hot, but um, I think just stay stay in the, the image lane, grab those number ones, and and and, and go. That's that might be your best bet this week. Um, I appreciate you sticking with me through a solo cast, and uh, hopefully we'll have Kyle back next week. Um, we'll find out what he what's wrong, and he can apologize to you, listener, and me, his brother, profusely. We'll see. Don't don't hold your breath. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit, and we'll talk to you next time.